0: Indian weekend portal Exact Lifestyle will feature the best of lifestyle reports, insights on better living and international trends. On our new show Talking Point, get a sneak peek into the lives of inspiring individuals who have been able to carve a niche for themselves in their respective fields. From their journey to their inspiration, catch them talking about their work and making candid confessions only on Talking Point. of the Bajatia family and today the Managing Director and CEO of Rajshree Entertainment is here with me to share a bit about his journey. Let us meet Mr. Rajat Bajatia. Thank you so much Mr. Rajatia for actually being on. My pleasure. Thank
1: you for inviting me. Rajshree
0: Entertainment has 67 years of legacy. What is your story? What is your journey?
1: So I'm actually I'm very fortunate and blessed Mm -hmm. to be born in a family that's been at the forefront of family entertainment. Since 15th August 1947 hmm. and my grandfather began the company we are a family business we are a 100% privately owned business uh, we are a business which has stood the test of time because we have constantly reinvented ourselves that's very important we, we had a very normal upbringing hmm. we always keep work and family uh, completely separate so we don't have film stars coming home, lot hmm. of my friends think you have Salman Khan Madhuri Dixit uh, walking into your home mm-hmm. that's, that's not true It was a very normal upbringing But I knew that we are a high profile family mm-hmm. Because the Bajatya name opened doors Absolutely. And the kind of business we were in We were making films People you know, kept talking to me mm-hmm. About this new film that we have made Some liked it, some didn't But what we did uh, Kept us in the news as a family okay. So we are low profile mm-hmm. But our business mm-hmm. is high profile that's something which I realized pretty early mm. in, in life, in fact in school itself, because I was in the 10th mm. when Menipyaakia released. And that film became a huge rage, especially with a 15-year-old like, like what I was at that time. Right. So it became extremely popular and I became popular in school because I happened to be uh, from that family.
0: But tell me something, when you were in school and college, uh, did you have different aspirations or did you know that for sure that I'm going to be joining the family business?
1: I was extremely interested in the business side right. of the business. Okay. So there's a creative side and then there is a complete business and marketing and administration side. So that's something which excited me. Money excites me really.
2: Okay. Yeah,
1: And we were taught that we are not in the business to make money, okay. we're in the business to make a difference. We're in the business to entertain people, mm. we're in the business to spread a positive message. My grandfather would always say that through our films we can spread a message. It's our responsibility to spread the right message, which is the reason why we have made the kind of films we have made. So I was aware that I have a huge responsibility Mm -hmm. on my shoulders as third generation. I have a lineage which I have to protect and the aim really is to take it 10 steps ahead, but the least you can do is protect the lineage. So I was always very interested in what we were doing. And right from my, you know, when I was in third, fourth, fifth standard in school, I would accompany my father Mm -hmm. to office, you know, during summer vacations or maybe on a Saturday. Uh, We would have trial shows in the office. We have a a preview theatre in the office. So we would hold screenings of new films, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, unreleased films which were were being offered to us for distribution. So we would go to office very often Mm -hmm. and it was hugely exciting and I knew that I have to come here and take it 10 steps ahead, I have to revolutionize the business, mm-hmm. uh, I have to take it into into new directions. So when I was very young, I didn't know what direction,
0: yeah. but
1: I was pretty certain that this is my calling
0: yeah. and I was right. Fantastic. Um, when you first set up the company you know, in 2006, if I'm not strong, what kind of challenges did you face? Was there a lot of pressure being, I mean, a part of the family at the same time? You I know, mean, there are a lot of expectations which have been set. So, what kind of challenges did you face, and how did you overcome them? That?
1: that phase in 05 06 really mm. was, I would say, the toughest phase of my professional career. Okay. When you've spent a few years in the comfort of your family business, mm. it's a huge comfort zone. Uh, I had my father, his two older brothers. My grandfather passed away a little before that, but my elder brother, Suraj, was an icon really. Yeah. So, I was the baby of the family, mm-hmm. I still am. Uh, it was a huge decision to move out of that comfort zone mm-hmm. and set up something on my own, which the family didn't know anything about. The kind of content I have to put out has to be different because you can't watch a 3-hour film on your mobile phone. It's 3 minutes. So, right from 3 hours to 30 minutes to 3 minutes.
0: Everything, really. I think we are
1: one company that spans <laughs> yeah? the entire gamut of entertainment. Absolutely,
0: that's really, really wonderful. Tell me, won't you ever afraid to make mistakes?
1: I love making mistakes.
0: Why is
1: that so? I hate making the same mistakes again. And I encourage my team, we're now 90 of us, we all have four hands mm-hmm. each. All of us are hardworking and passionate and committed to the business. Yeah. I encourage them to make mistakes. That's the only mm-hmm. way they will learn. And I always tell them, you will make small mistakes, as CEO of the company, I will make big mistakes. Right. If you can forgive me, so can I.
0: Do you think, I mean, is it right to say that you are actually a risk taker or do you think you make a lot of calculated moves, you know, in, when, you, when you actually make a decision? Okay.
1: So decisions are always taken at two levels. One is there is a little bit of analytics,
0: yeah.
1: uh, data, uh, past experience, so there's, there's a lot of uh, uh, as far as possible, analytics and data mm-hmm. to guide me, numbers to guide me. But at the, at the end of the day, it is a call that I take for my gut.
2: Okay.
1: It is an intuition also because I'm working with a compass, not a map. When I began the business in 06, mm-hmm. there was no digital business. Actually,
2: yeah. So
1: I didn't have a map. You can only have a map when someone has walked that path before.
2: Absolutely. No one had
1: walked it before. So I was working with a compass and I was making a map for the next guy. So I had no option but to be a risk taker at mm-hmm. that time. And the only thing I had was knowledge of how things work in the US right. and how they could potentially work in India mm-hmm. and I realized how different US and India are. The audience tastes are different, there is no animal called Bollywood uh, yeah. in, in the US which has a thousand films a year, mm-hmm. you know, six to eight songs per film, uh, stars who are much bigger than singers mm-hmm. unlike the West. Yeah. Uh, you know, the whole broadband infrastructure, uh, India is a mobile first country, the US is a desktop first country, mm. so there are a lot of lot of differences between US and India. But back in 06, that's the only learning I had, that this is how it's done in the US and potentially this is how it could be done in India. And we tried, we jumped into the deep end of the pool, we swam a little bit, a little water went into our mouth, but we're still afloat.
0: Okay, I'm very curious to know. Won't you have attempted to like kind of take up filmmaking or you know producing a film because you you have such, you know, um, uh, wonderful like Mr. Suraj Bajatya yes. he has made some wonderful films. He's a
1: creative genius and oh. he's an inspiration really. Mm. Uh, he was very clear, right from his school days, he was extremely clear, I want to be a filmmaker.
2: Mm.
1: It's your calling. There is no right or wrong, but I think whatever you do, you do with full passion.
2: Absolutely.
1: And we're in the film business. Mm there is creative and then there is also the business side to it so i think equ- yes. you know both are equally important it's just what you choose to do what excites you so i never saw myself spending you know a couple of years mm-hmm. at a movie studio and mm-hmm. you know scripting a film and then shooting a film and then post production doesn't excite me mm-hmm. at all i thought i would rather be the person who's behind those filmmakers uh, can I empower uh, lots of young filmmakers to realize their dream? Mm-hmm. That's how I see myself. I see myself as a bridge mm-hmm. between talent and the audience. Nice, nice.
0: But what is your favorite Rajshri film? If I were to ask you,
1: Mene Kya, yeah. By far, mm-hmm. I think it's Suresh's best film. Yeah. And I would personally rate Menepaiya above Kya Kon. Right. Also because I was. 14, 15 when that film released, hmm.
0: hormones, yeah, like hormones were at their peak at that <laughs> time.
1: So that film had a huge impact on me.
0: So tell me, who are the people who have influenced you in your
1: life? I think the biggest influence has been my family. It's a very cliché statement, mm-hmm. but I have learned a lot from them. Learned both what to do and what not to do. Okay. There are a lot of things which I completely agree. A lot of things which I would want to do differently. So I really think that my family has had a huge influence mm. uh, on, on how I've become. Uh, a lot of influence is actually my young team, mm. so every day I learn more from them than they learn from me. So the average age is about 24-25, I'm yeah. 40, so I tilt the balance in the, in the wrong direction, mm. but they are the ones who have grown up in the internet era. Yeah. They pick up things so quickly. My, my children, for example, my, my daughters are, are 10 and ten and 5. Yeah. My younger daughter goes to a television and tries to swipe it like an iPad or an iPhone. And then it doesn't work and she thinks it's working, not working. working. Why is the TV not working? When the iPad works, when the iPhone works, why isn't the TV working? Now It's something which I would never dream of doing. But it's so natural behavior for a 5-year-old. Yeah. I learn a lot from people around me.
0: Does it tell me after a hard day's work, how do you unwind? How do you relax? I'm not tired. Really? I work twelve hours a day. Nice.
1: But I love what I do Mm -hmm. and I don't feel tired.
0: But don't you have any like, you know, indulgence in terms of a massage or maybe like
1: kids. Playing playing with kids. They are my biggest stress busters. Yeah, nice. A I'm not tired, so it's not as if I need some some sort of recreation. We go out very often with the kids for for meals. Or whether it's for movies, we just saw PK, which both my kids really enjoyed. And Kids are my biggest stress busters, we travel a lot with them, so I I take about four holidays a year. Some with kids and some without, besides all the travelling that I do for work. So I do take out time for them, because on weekdays, Mm -hmm. if I'm working 12 hours, it becomes very difficult to spend time with them. So my Sunday is completely with them
0: also talking about your daughter recently she published her first book you yes. know, at the age of nine. 9 Yes. what were your thoughts on that I mean, yes. what, what your thoughts she's quite she a to... prodigy
1: Yeah. and uh, when I was in hospital she would send me uh, stories and poems to cheer me up okay. but I saw the writer in her evolve she's very observant mm. and even before she could write she began writing so she would narrate poems and my wife and I would write and then she began writing herself and now of course she has an iPad and Kindle and everything you know, for her to write on so she's got a prodigy and I think the least we can do as parents yeah. is encourage her, give her a platform and let her express her creativity, it's her talent, it's her creativity but it's a platform that we have, we have provided as parents which I think every parent should. So I don't think I have done anything extraordinary
2: Mm.
1: in encouraging my child who has some talent I've helped her to express her talent I've given her the confidence that if you can if you can think of something, you can achieve it
0: Nice, then what keeps you focused?
1: The burning desire to find your calling to discover your destiny to make a positive difference Mm. to viewers across the world Mm to audiences across the world. They they love films, they love music, they love watching content on YouTube. A billion people log on to YouTube every day mm. to do only one thing, watch a video.
2: Right.
1: Can that be my video? Mm. So I want to take Indian entertainment global. Mm. I want to make Mumbai the entertainment capital of the world. And I will. Mm. So I think if, if there's one thing which you ask me that helps me keep focused, I think is passion
0: yeah. um, are you
1: a very spiritual person like what is your relationship with uh, God he's everywhere I I am spiritual but not religious yeah. I'm born in a Jain family yeah. we are pure vegetarian we're you know none of us mm. uh, touch alcohol or tobacco of any kind yeah. these are again values yeah. that have been passed down generations yeah. uh, you know I'm very proud of uh, you know the way we the way we live we uh, we are a joint family, we are 16 family members who live in the same house, yeah. we have a common kitchen, common dining room, so it's, it's amazing, it's like in our movies.
0: So sir, if at this stage, if you have to describe your life in one word, what would that be and why?
1: Blessed. I'm absolutely blessed, for many reasons, A to be born in the family I'm born in, B doing the work that I'm doing being able to live my dream, being able to pursue my passion, mm-hmm. being able to make a difference. See, I am blessed because of the kind of people I am able to attract towards myself. Mm-hmm. I think I am very fortunate. The kind of people I am working with currently, whether it's my midget team or it's even the people we work with in the part of in part of our films or TV shows or music or digital content, what I am doing, just very blessed to be working with some wonderful people. Who are both wonderful and talented. It's a rare combination. Blessed because God kept me alive. After my near fatal leukemia. Mm -hmm. So in December 2010, on Christmas, in fact, uh, I was told you have leukemia. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know what that means. And I was told that it's a rare type of blood cancer. It took me over six months in hospital undergoing chemotherapy to actually come back on my feet. And I was 30 kilos lighter than I am today. I had no eyebrows, I had no hair at all. It's all come back. This is my second life. So I'm actually four years old. That's how I see myself. This is the second life and God has kept me alive because he wants me to achieve my ambition. So it's extremely, gratif- extremely gratifying and the only way I can describe my life is blessed.
0: Fantastic. That's a wonderful thought. And that wraps up our interview.
1: Thank you so much for calling me.
0: Thank you so much. Thank and you. a lovely time.
1: My pleasure.